Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. And along with us again, producer Chuck. Hello. Hey, Chucky. Chuck. Chucky Cheese? No. <laughs> no. 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 No, you're right. No. Well, Chuck has us talking today about malt. Yeah, a little, you know, beer education. So we kind of yeah. have done a beer education uh, kind of series as we've kind of gone through and different producers have said, hey, yeah, actually, I want to kind of like earmark myself for a beer education um, producer special and have picked this one. So Chuck, malt. Malt's yeah. Chuck. Yeah. Chuck equates uh, himself to a malt. Apparently. Uh, so. And before we get started in terms of talking about malts and educating yourselves on malts, what are we having Beer-wise. You yeah. know, that's a great question. Uh, that's hence why I asked it. Yeah. So I'll get started. So um, Refined Fool, have you guys heard of them before? Uh, they may have been featured I've on wrestled with season. a couple of their beers before. There you go. Yep. So I am having, um, which is much like this podcast, a van full of weirdos. Yeah. FYI, we are not in a van currently. No, we no, are not. not. Juicy IPA from Refined Fool. Um, again, the can art on this is just like a lot of their can art. It is out there. It is colorful, and I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I am also drinking a beer from Refined Fool. Uh, as you may recall from our Refined Fool episode, they did send us the uh, IPA Fun Pack, uh, which had six beers in it. And we only did two beers, so that means we have four left over. Play uh, ball. Yeah. So I am drinking the Illiterate Librarians. Uh, a little bit of a maybe oxymoron, maybe ironic. Uh, it's a grapefruit IPA. Uh, again, like Tyler mentioned, can art pretty uh, pretty funky. It's two robots trying, I guess, to read books. Hmm. Yeah. Did they, did they succeed or no? Uh, probably not, since they're illiterate. There you yeah. go. Uh, for myself, I'm having the Queen of Wheat uh, from Spearhead. Uh, so it's a classic Belgian-style beer with a succulent peach and a generous amount of soft Canadian wheat to create a smooth mouthfeel finish. Hmm. Perfect. All right, and we have producer Chuck. Chuckster. Which, uh, again, I don't know why he does this, but like we're talking about malts. Yes. And what does Chuck come out with? A Brock Street raspberry lemon vodka soda. We, we so, never we, we never said he was like you know, I know. the heat. So we we <laughs> talked about this uh, with Brock Street is they do vodka sodas. Yes. Um, one good thing about uh, this vodka soda is it is gluten free. So oh. any individual that uh, wants to get themselves a little bit of a nice little tasty, or as I prefer to say it, sans gluten. There you go. And it is a raspberry lemon. So this I think is going to be quite enjoyable. Mm. Um, but without further ado, I think we should highlight what we need to highlight here um, as we both, well, I guess all of us, go through our, our beverages. But what is malt? Well, Brett, I do can, you want to take this one? Yeah, I was going to say, I can inform you of what malt is. So malt is grain that has been especially prepared for brewing. In its most basic explanation, basic person, so I feel as though it's probably better to do it basically, uh, <laughs> brewing is the process of using water to extract sugar along with other compounds from grain. So why the sugar? Why why hey, sugar? Why, why the sugar? sugar? Yeah. So it's what feeds the yeast that we ferment the beer with. And that fermentation is what creates carbonation, alcohol, and additional flavors. So basically everything we need. Yes. Yes. Okay. So any fermented alcoholic beverage like wine, mead, cider, beer, you need sugar to feed the yeast. 
So in wine, for example, you get sugar from grapes. In okay. mead, you get it from honey. I in do, cider, I do have a I do have a mead that I, I'm looking forward to having at some mm. point in time. Actually, in cider, do you have any apple ciders looking forward to? Um, it, you know what? Ciders are basically more of a fall type yeah. uh, beverage for me, but okay. I I will look forward to them. So in cider, the apples, and then in beer, the sugar comes from the grain. Right. Wow. So what is malting, Chris? Well, more specific. Not malting. Malting. Malt. Yes. Malting. Yes. Um, more specifically, malt is really any type of grain that has gone through the malting process. So often, you know, we'll see barley or wheat, uh, right. like, like the queen of wheat that you're having, Brett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but you can brew with plenty of other grains like spelt, rye, oat, or more. Um, so malting involves you know, multiple steps, steeping, germinating, uh, kilning, and sometimes extended kilning or roasting with the overarching purpose of making it easier for the brewer to extract nutrients from inside the grain. So like you mentioned, whatever is going to kind of expose that sugar to the yeast to be able to, you know, pull it out and create that alcohol, that carbonation, that right. sort of thing. Yep. Uh, so it, malting has... Uh, plenty of other effects on the brewing process, but uh, these are the keys. Yeah. So typical base malt then is usually gently kiln for a pale color. And we've seen that in some of the beers that we've had yes. this season as well as last season. Um, however, there are several other categories of malts. So <laughs> sounds a little bit weir- weird, but there's, I mean, I got a van full of them. Those weirdos. <laughs> yep. There's crystal malt. Uh, caramel malts, chocolate, and roasted malts, and more. So we talk about the kind of the flavor profiles. That's where you're kind of getting some of that from that malt um, yes. aspect. Yeah, like you might see a chocolate or roasted malt with a stout, for mm. example, or a caramel it, malt with, exactly. a, with, red with a red ale. With yeah. a red yeah, ale, exactly. exactly. Yeah, for sure. So typically added in smaller amounts than a base malt, these specialty malts can add varying degrees of color, flavor, aroma, and texture to the beer, um, as previously described. And that's kind of what we get when we, we were saying, oh, there's the, the, this specific kind of malt in it. This is what it smells like. This is what it tastes like. So, for example, as previously mentioned, we have chocolate malts, which have been substantially um, roasted. They give the beer a dark kind of hue, a roasty aroma, and then flavor notes reminiscent of like that, you know, coca kind of or coffee flavor Mm. so we get that kind of like richness um Mm. through the malts so to kind of go a step deeper yeah do it right take that step yeah so malting is mainly about enzymes so during the germination phase of malting the grain seed basically thinks it's getting ready to feed a plant so it changes its chemical chemical composition so in particular is that that contains enzymes that at a certain temperature, moisture, pH levels during brewing, initiate the pro- process of converting starch to sugar. It's got to be all like very specific. Right? Pretty much, like, it's just science. you want different reactions. You got to change that temperature, whatever that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So, in essence, the malted barley is helping the brewer get not only the most nutrients and sugar out of the barley itself, but every other grain the brewer is using to make that particular beer. Wow. What's that get us? This sounds very scientific. <laughs> and I, I said it was science. If you're yeah. going to do home brewing, no offense to you guys, but I know a guy who knows science really well. I'd bring him in, and I think we could nail a decent brew. Yeah, like, it, it, it seems like, oh, let's brew a beer. It seems so easy. But no, it's, it's, not it's actually easy. not. And we There's talk, a few steps involved. Yes. And we talk about a lot of um, breweries that had 
individuals who are doing home brewing, right? Mm-hmm. Like that is, it's not like, oh, we were just brewing a beer at home hoping for the best. Like there's careful thought science that goes into this. It's Definitely. not just throwing it together and hoping the best works out mm-hmm. for you, right? Sometimes you get those happy little accents, but not all the time. Yeah. So what is the result of adding the malt to the beer? So the result is the wart. Oh, uh, I had one of those on my my toe yeah not yeah not, not that not like the ward at the end of your oh, nose okay. yeah yeah uh so basically once the brewer has finished the brewing process they're left with the wort so if you've ever tasted wort you know it's pretty much just sugary grain flavored water uh but it's this wort that then you add yeast to uh, and the yeast will be very happy about all that grain-based sugar and nutrients that it has to eat. So, like, literally, the, the yeast goes around and, and eats that sugar. Uh, so, once the yeast finishes its work, you're left with, you know, delicious beer. Yeah. You want to make the yeast happy. Let's oh, yeah. That, right? <laughs> yeast <laughs> likes to eat. Yeah, yeast likes to eat. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Bumper there sticker. is a, a few of uh, notable Canadian malt providers that I'm going to kind of list for you, if you will. Uh, so there's the Ontario, Ontario Malt Group, which is in Aaron. Uh, the O'Neill Malting Company, which is in the Chatham-Kent. And I believe they provide a lot of uh, malts for Sons of Kent. Because mm. that just makes sense. Yeah, that does make um, sense. Brew Culture, which has a main office in Bracebridge, but also with locations in Vancouver, British Columbia. And Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Uh, Canada Malting, which is a, a, based out of Calgary. Uh, against the Grain, which is kind of a new one. It's kind of just uh, rised up lately. And they're out of Petroleum. So I, I believe they put um, black gold. Yeah. yeah. With featured, on featured on our first season. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Barnow out of Belleville. And they've actually had uh, some malts that have been involved with previous brews that we've had on main episodes. Uh, Harvest Hop and Malt, which is in Lunenburg, Nova Scotia. And then BSG Cannon, which is in Guelph. So they, I remember them uh, helping out with... Um, you got this. Yeah, no, it's kind of me. It's kind of me. Um, I, you, you're looking at me. Yeah, I have it. You're right. Royal City. Yes, thank you. Yes. Uh, took me a minute. I was like, <laughs> took you a minute. Oh, yeah, Chris failed you. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Took me a minute to figure out that Chris is going to beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. There's many breweries in Guelph, and I was just trying to think of a yeah. It was All good. Anyway. So I think what we're basically saying here. As adults, you know, generally we look back and we say, you know, sugar is not good for kids. Right. But without sugar, without the malts, we wouldn't be able to have beer. Yeah. And, and I think one Hypocritical? thing. Hypocritical? A little bit. Uh, maybe. 100%. I think another thing to take from this is that, you know, oftentimes we think about what makes a beer kind of unique and one of the main things we think about is hops right but i think one component right it's only one component and i think that malt the malt that's used in the beer has a bigger impact on how the beer tastes than i think a lot of people really realize yeah yeah i think that's a great uh, summation here and we could probably uh, wrap this up from there yeah. All right. So that's going to be it for today's producer special. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you again for listening. Uh, keep on listening every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for these unique producer specials. And of course, remember to drink responsibly, do not drink and drive. So from all of us and producer Chuck, Chucky, Chucker, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. <laughs>